0: Have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Glad to have this young lady back. It, of course, is a Monday. So it's great News with K on a Monday. It's K Smythe. Hi, Kay.
1: Hi. Hi, Joe. How are you?
0: I'm living the dream. getting it done. Making it happen. You?
1: Yeah, I'm good. Just, you know, ticking along. Having a good day. Having a good... No case of the Mondays today. So that's always good.
0: Oh, you know what? I, I got to tell you, the Monday is the roughest day. But what's it- you know what's interesting? We found this out recently looking through our digital numbers. Monday's like our biggest day on the air. I think people like have a hunger for what the hell happened over the weekend, and I'm glad that you're a part of that. And that's a real thing. I mean, honestly, it's our biggest day. I don't know why.
1: I mean, I uh, no, it's nothing to do with me because I often don't talk about anything that happened in the news over the weekend. I'm usually talking about how the world is ending, Um, and I apologize for that because I usually... Do you have some mild solutions that mostly fake just involve apology. gardening. It's and, a fake you know. apology.
0: Yeah. It's it's... Fake. <laughs> yeah she's going to keep doing it. In fact, today you wrote me a text. you want to talk about the apocalypse? Uh, <laughs> what I want to talk about is something that you didn't know because it happened way before you were born. Okay. When I was in school, and yes, I actually went to school, Okay, It doesn't show, but I did. <laughs> and, uh, and I remember growing up, and I was probably still elementary school, maybe middle school. So sixth, seventh, eighth grade, maybe fifth, fifth grade, something like that. The teacher drew a clock on the blackboard. And the clock represented all of time. Mm -hmm. And then took maybe a minute and said, that's how long humans have been on earth. And when I asked the teacher, well, what does that really represent in time, in years? And he said something like 10,000 years. Well, that's completely dead wrong. What I've learned from you, what I've learned from Graham Hancock, and I'm not sure in the 1970s and 80s that we didn't know all this stuff, but this teacher truly believed and was using resources to prove it that human beings had been around for about 10,000 years. Okay, it's way longer than that. And in fact, you found out something recently that shows it's even longer than we thought before that. So first of all, was the teacher completely incompetent, or did we think that in the 1970s?
1: So what he might have been referring to is this now mostly disproven hypothesis that we call Clovis first, which is... um, The uh, population of humans about uh, 11, 12, 13,000 years ago, give or take, you know, carbon dating is literally off by a thousand years, depending on what lab you go with. Um, But around that sort of time was when initially the first uh, evidence of human activity in North America was identified so he might just be like literally you know he might be a writer for like the guardian they get archaeology wrong all the time <laughs> that's um, right
0: he, stopped being my teacher went went to go write for the guardian that's what happened yeah he um, might a,
1: he might run the society for american archaeology they you literally never know. know nothing yeah they, they, know they nothing. Seem, to
0: be, seem to be clueless too so what is the real number do we now know how far back human beings go
1: OK, I know I'm going to get the number wrong, but I did just watch an episode of The Y Files, which went into all of this. That was absolutely fascinating. Okay. Um, so you've probably seen this, Joe, the the chart of uh, human evolution, where yes. we sort of start out as like apes. And then it goes up and up and up until we get to, um, you know, Neanderthals and like, yes. Homo erectus. And then eventually we get to Homo sapiens, like you and I, uh, everyone on Earth is a homo sapien so that probably suggested to you that we evolved from all of these different things and now even though there is obviously plenty of evidence to suggest that we did we were we were millions of years ago we were uh more ape-like creatures we had to learn to stand upright you know that's the sort of theory of evolution but and i believe the theory of evolution but still just a theory it yeah. can still be proven wrong. In which well, well, by the way i do not
0: You didn't ask me this, but I don't believe it. I believe in intelligent design. However, I do too. Um, there, there is some uh, some evolving. I think that happened even from intelligent design. Yeah. Having said that, apes would not exist today. Why do they still exist? And there truly is a missing link. Now, you and I might not agree on that. We've never talked about this before. But there truly is a missing link to go yeah. from that, where we're crawling around as apes, to what we are today. And nobody has identified other than theorized and you're right it's a theory about what that missing link was or is or it really was found or whatever at the end of the day if we go back to to the most similar relatives of ours you still think it's millions of years
1: well so basically this idea that we evolved from like neanderthals and homo erectus is just completely not true there were actually countless different species of humans on earth for a very long time if you go by the fossil record um, and again, I, uh, as much as I believe in the theory of evolution, I've also had plenty of evidence to suggest past lives are real. So, you know, me, I go where the data takes me.
0: <laughs> yes. Um, and you're so good at it. Right.
1: It's so weird. So,
0: it's so, like... so it's not 10, 10 or 12,000 years, no, but, no, 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 no. The, but there was a recent discovery that pushes it back even more.
1: So basically this, this new recent discovery. So we're talking sort of like 40,000 years ago, Neanderthals sort of died out. Homo sapiens basically committed genocide against like all other Species of human over the course of about the last uh, hundred thousand years. Give so we've take. been doing it forever. Yeah, and like we've been around for I think a little bit longer than 100,000. So I'm going to get in trouble for getting those numbers wrong because I really, ultimately, I don't really care. It's the behaviour of these species that I think is most fascinating. Okay. So, so about fifty thousand years ago, forty-five to about fifty thousand years ago, most species of human, from what we've found from digging were sort of centered around sort of like the Saudi Arabian Peninsula, like that part of like northeastern Africa, Israel, um, all the way up through Turkey, Europe. But then about 50,000 years ago, there was a massive volcanic eruption out of the Bay of Naples. And I mean, the crater in this volcanic eruption, show was about 70 miles across, I think. Oh, wow. So we're talking about an area of about 15,000 miles, give or take, um, that's basically vaporized by pyroclastic flows, which is superheated ash and gas. Um, and then that sort of really blanketed the entire region. Like you get a super eruption, you're going to see traces of that in the sky like you might not get plunged into a full-on volcanic winter but you'll be near as damn it i mean i mean like the fires alone would have well it killed off pretty much all the megafauna in north africa you know that's when we saw you know so many different huge species go extinct was right around this volcanic eruption but what we also saw was this mass migration of homo sapiens I have a theory, and it was so funny because they even brought it up in this episode of The Y Files um, that was out last week. It was about Neanderthals, so go and watch it, everyone. But there's so much evidence to suggest that humans, like Homo sapiens, have spent a lot of time in caves and have dedicated huge portions of time to building intricate cave systems. So I feel like we had this additional form of intelligent design that allowed us to i mean not that everything isn't intelligently designed but for whatever reason god gave us this this foresight or this purpose whatever it was might not have been good to push us underground and ultimately i think that's probably what saved us from extinction along with all other types of uh homo genus so like uh well, that's that kind of what I was
0: going to ask you. And, and, yeah. and you're, you're, you're the smart one here. You tell me all the time I'm kind of the dumb guy. No. So <laughs> why, why, is it that, why is it that we keep on discovering so many things underneath levels of other stuff? It's not all volcanic action, and it's not all humans were going underground to protect themselves, although there is some of that. We're finding entire cities— where people clearly lived with the sunshine and lived out in the open that are buried under layers and layers and layers of other stuff. Where does this other stuff come from? How did, how is it that we keep building on top of stuff that was way, that was way beforehand, thousands of years earlier. And we just like, forget about it. Is that, is that dumb? No, is it- that
1: actually is like the one. Of, okay. That is actually a fantastic question. There's oh, so you. many different, Oh my gosh, this is my bread and butter. Okay. So basically a couple of things. A lot of archaeologists, a lot of people will go to like the catastrophism sort of idea, like, oh, there must have been a catastrophe. We do have evidence of great floods. And the other cool thing about this field of um, archaeology, geology, anthropology, it actually validates a huge number of stories in the Bible, such as Noah's Flood, Uh, every single culture on Earth every single religion has a flood myth. And we know these floods happen. So when you have something like that, yes, obviously you'd get like a huge amount of debris that's gonna, you know, change the actual face, like the actual aesthetic of the earth. Ah, Occam's razor. Sometimes the most simple answer is the correct one. I think the reason that we have so many different layers, right, what do we do when we're gentrifying a city or a neighborhood. We knock down the old stuff that was there. Right. Like we literally just knock it down. Right. So I'm not saying that that's what everyone has done throughout history. Obviously like you have sediment layers, those sediment layers get blown in through like, I mean, they're like fluvial, you get them through like water erosion. So like wind will bring in debris and deposits, like dust builds up. You're like the, the planet is in a constant state of movement as well. Right. Um, so that's another huge part of it. But sometimes I think maybe we just knocked stuff down and built on top of it. Like, maybe it's literally that simple. And that's, well, and then there's also, like, overgrowth. So, like, that's why we're finding so many cities in Central and South America is because it takes less than 10,000 years. Like, if every human left the planet right now, it would take less than 10,000 years for everything we've ever built to be completely consumed by nature. It'd just be
0: gone. Yeah. You wouldn't even see it.
1: Well, like, I don't know what it's like for you down in Texas, but here in North Carolina, if they don't clear the road sign, like the stop sign at the end of my road, like right. the vines are up at every two weeks and you can't <laughs> see it. Like it's that fast.
0: So ten, Imagine that 10,000 years from now. It's Case smythe by the way. Go to k S-M-Y-T-H-E is her last name because she's Welsh. You can check her out on Newsmax TV. Also right here on my program, she's everywhere. You see her in the first or the third. It's one of the numbers. It's the first or the second. But you see her everywhere. So... I mean, that, that makes sense, but then it begs the question, we, do we have any idea how many layers of pre-existing civilizations there are under us? We have no clue.
1: No, nope, none. And there's also theories like at Gobekli Tepe, which is actually one of the largest megalithic structures ever found. And it predates what we thought was like when people were barely hunter-gatherers, like these huge constructions, like a sprawling like city upon city of megalithic complex, like all across uh, southeastern Turkey, and that's correct, it might be southwest, whatever. <laughs> I only have a geography degree. Um, but Göbekli Tepe, there's evidence actually that the that it was buried purposefully as like a time capsule, or it could have been by raiders who just wanted to destroy it. It could have been by a flood, but it was definitely from. Everything that we can tell so far, it was definitely done on purpose. Crazy. Um, so I think that's pretty cool. It is uh, don't K know Smythe. Why.
0: Go to KSMythe.com. Follow her everywhere at k uh, Kay, can you tell me why China would want, want to create a new COVID that can just that kills everybody? It's a hundred percent death rate that they're testing on. Why do we keep on doing gain of function? I'm I, stop making viruses worse. Yeah. Why are they doing this?
1: Um, so I think it probably, like, if you've ever seen a movie where that's, like, a really bad guy and his whole thing is, like, taking over the world and destroying it.
0: That's like every movie, right? Yeah,
1: that's like like every movie, right? Like, I'm the bad guy. I'm going to rule everything. It's me, 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 me. Um, Yeah, people like that legit exist. And I assume that it's those people who are doing this research because I cannot fathom why, in God's name, you would want to do it. Like, what the heck is wrong with you that you're you literally like they created a virus with a 100 percent kill rate in mice um, that they say in the paper could easily spread to humans. You don't do that unless you got a little bit of the crazy bad guy from movies in you. And that's a really like that is the nicest way that I can say that.
0: I I, listen the whole idea that we have to make viruses worse for humans that's what gain of function is so that we have a way to stop it if it does that I'm here to say it probably wouldn't have done that if you didn't do it Mm -hmm. and and they they keep on doing it and and I'm with you I think there is some you know Klaus Schwab type guy you know twiddling his fingers together going oh we must reduce (laughs) the population of the earth. Yeah, and 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 here we are. You got Jane Goodall getting awards after she said we should get rid of a couple of billion people. You got John Kerry. It looks like he's uh. You got uh, Bill Gates. He wants to weed out some people. Mm-hmm. Let's make some fake mm-hmm. meat. We'll put uh, we'll put some mRNA in it. That'll be good. So why can't any world body say, "Hey, China, stop making diseases that'll kill every person on the planet"?
1: Because then China would just go ahead and like kill every person on the planet.
0: Well, there you go. Good answer. K. Okay, it's always uh, enlightening. <laughs> it's Kay Smythe. Go to KSmythe.com at Kay Smythe. I've got to ask you about disease X, and I did a video recently where I explained what disease X is. It's nothing. Mm-hmm. It doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Because I think people right now on this planet think there's a disease. They just haven't named yet. Mm-hmm. No. They're planning for the next pandemic. I almost said pandemic. That would have been <laughs> a mistake. Uh, they're, 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 they're planning for the next pandemic and how we're going to respond to it. And the WHO wants complete control, right?
1: Yeah. And it's just a way, this whole like plan is basically. There is no disease X, right? Am I
0: right no, about that? No,
1: like it's, it's a, like, it's a name holder for like yes. Ebola, Marburg virus, like, you know, I mean, do, zombies are back on the apocalypse list as far as I'm concerned at this point. Like, what's it going to be? Could be zombies. Um like all these different diseases like disease X is just a placeholder for whatever that next big pandemic is. Wow. Um, and so the world health organization, UN, uh, and all the people that the world economic forum, um, control, they, uh, obviously work in like positions of government. They, you know, that, they have quote unquote influence under whatever this idea is of society that we're choosing to be a part of these days. Um, And so they're using this sort of hypothetical idea of disease X to just usher in all of these new regulations that just further limit our freedoms. So that's great.
0: People think it's a real thing and they're like trying to prepare for it. You can't prepare for something that doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. This is literally the WHO's plan on how it's going to react to the next pandemic that hasn't happened yet. They're just calling it disease X for the, for the practice study. It's, Mm It's all pretty sick and kay it appears as though every country on the planet including Biden's America is going yeah WHO can handle it. The WHO screwed up COVID bad. Yeah, like, really WHO, bad and they and they and they, yeah. they covered for China.
1: The WHO screwed up. They screw up most things. Um actually that's the issue with all of these sort of like macro governmental bodies. I mean it's it's just the rule of 500 so, like societies falter and corrupt people rush to the top if you allow yourself to be part of a system that's sort of like on its biggest level more than 500 people like that's the trend throughout society like that's how we have these ebbs and flows in like oh look we're doing really well we've got all this development like everyone's making loads of money everything's going really well and dark ages and then it goes back up again you know that's it's it's a small group of people who make a lot of big decisions for everyone without looking at all the data, like, cause they don't. Why
0: well, look don't at the data? Understand- they just want to control. They, exactly. they don't need the data.
1: Exactly. So I don't know what happens next. It's all quite scary. And I, I hope there isn't. Uh, a pandemic like that's that's ju- i mean i just hope yeah that's just what i pray for what else can you we're, pray for at this we're point planning
0: of? for disease x it makes me it makes me sick that we've given them any power i haven't you haven't but for some reason these global leaders think that and they're all getting paid or something somebody's getting 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 rich they're all getting Powerful. paid they're like yeah i'll do whatever you want yeah just give me a couple million dollars it's case mm-hmm. go to caseminds.com at caseminds everywhere appreciate you k thank you for exposing the the crazies out there
1: Thank you. You're welcome.
0: We'll talk to you in a bit. We're back <laughs> after this. Stay right here. This is The Joe Pag Show. We always appreciate Kay coming on. Uh, Keep in mind, I'm now uploading the uh, the individual interviews and also the full show on Twitter or X. It's Joe Talk Show, J-O-E-T-A-L-K-S-H-O-W. I'm still on Rumble. We love Rumble. Rumble's not going away. It wasn't getting the views that we thought that it should probably get, but again, we still love Rumble. It's a great free speech platform. Go there and check out everything on Rumble. I'm putting it up on X because uh, just the John Rich interview alone last week had 150,000 views on X whereas on Rumble it would have 5 or 6,000. So we're trying to make sure that we get uh, what we're doing every day out to as many people as we possibly can. So go and follow me on Twitter or X. It's Joe Talk Show. Joe Talk Show also on YouTube. Go and check out the short videos there. If you prefer Instagram, it's Joe Talk Show on Instagram, no punctuation, no underlines, no periods, no anything. There are people stealing my stuff all the time. Make sure you're following the actual account. That is Polo, that is Sam, I'm Joe. We're back tomorrow, same time, same place. Have a great night. This is the Joe Pegg Show.